just as hard as staying in therapy. It takes a while for somebody to gather the courage to walk in that doorway and start talking. Yet, once they're inside, things can be just as difficult. It's not as easy as just walking in and talking. You have to have a level of vulnerability and comfort in sharing your deepest and darkest truths that isn't inherently part of the human experience. Hi, I'm Danny Caballero, and on this episode of Mindful Minutes, we're going to talk about therapy and how to increase our chances of actually staying in therapy. Because in my experience, sometimes staying and going back a lot harder than that first time walking in through the door. When I look back at my history with therapy, I see two different stories. I see a story of a young man that wasn't ready for help and wasn't opening up and I see the story of a wiser older man that can finally admit to himself that he needs help and is willing to do anything he can at the core of both of those people at the core of me was somebody that was dealing with a lot and had a lot of trauma and a lot of pain to deal with the younger version was just too scared and insecure of facing that with another human being. The older version of me was ready and willing to do anything that he could to overcome these horrible, plaguing issues. In those earlier years, when I first found myself seeking therapy, was because things had gotten really bad in my first marriage. I sought out help privately and I didn't really engage with the provider. We didn't have a connection. I did not enjoy being there. I didn't want to be there. I knew that some things I was doing weren't right, but I didn't want to sit down and put the effort into peeling back the layers and figuring out what was really going on. I was only willing to go superficially into what was really happening, what I had really gone through. And that didn't help me or the therapist get to the bottom of what was really happening. And what ultimately happened is that I wasted four, five months of my life and the provider's time. Yeah, I walked away with some tips on stress and anger management. But the reality was, because I wasn't being an active participant in my own healing, and really taking ownership of my own actions and what I needed to work through, I was just making it harder on myself in the long run. We didn't get anywhere. Years later, more trauma, more mental health issues. And then I find myself truly vulnerable and truly open to getting the help I needed. And that's really the change. You see, it wasn't some amazing doctor that finally broke through to me. It was 
just me finally understanding and being willing to say that I needed help, that I didn't have all the answers, that I didn't have all the tools. The other part was being willing to ask for another provider. The first time I reached out for help, I was paired with somebody that I wasn't really comfortable talking to. Everybody's different. Everybody has different life experience and providers bring that into their craft. And I just could not have a real relationship or, or really mesh well with my first provider um, at that point in life. So I kindly spoke up and said, hey, I don't, I don't know, this feels off. I don't feel like we really connect. And that small little bit of awkward vulnerability led to some laughter and an introduction to another therapist. And that was the big defining moment. That changed. Being able to be in a room with somebody that you connect with and being vulnerable and ready to engage and connect with a therapist. That's that's what really needs to happen. And ultimately that's that's what I finally did. I took ownership for my issues. I took ownership for the things that I was going through in a way that allowed me to walk in and say, I need help and be open and, and willing to admit all the things I was going through. It's not easy, but I didn't have another decade worth of time to struggle and work through issues. I wanted to start doing the work now. So that's what I have to offer you. If you're finding yourself that you're maybe exhibiting some of the same things that the younger version of me went through, maybe a little bit of denial, some ambiguity, feeling like there's nothing really wrong with you, take a step back. Look at your relationships. Look at what your family says. See what you're really going through. And then ask yourself, do you want to live the next 10, 20 years going through the same pain and stressors? Or maybe it's time to get help. Therapy is the same as going to any other doctor. If you break your arm, you're going to go to a doctor and help them set it and put a cast on it. There's nothing wrong or weird about getting help. It just takes you to sit down and be willing to be honest with yourself and make that decision of, yeah, I don't want to do this alone anymore. I want to have somebody that can guide me through it. I think that all of us at some point need to have that external check-in with somebody that's trained to do it. So go ahead and do it now. Take the time to address your own issues. It's going to make you a better person. And the secondary benefit, your other relationships are going to improve, whether it's with your family, your spouse, your significant other, things will get better because ultimately you'll be better. I do have some pro tips. I have five things that I think will ultimately help you when it comes to overcoming that urge to quit when you finally get in the door. Number one ditch the echo chamber. There's a lot of negativity surrounding mental health and 
though much has changed in recent years, the stigma is still alive and well. As soon as you start getting help, start distancing yourself from people in your life that are not positive or that don't support you. Ditch the negativity and focus on you. Get out and develop new hobbies and interests in order to meet new positive people. If we continue to engage with the same negative people and never expand on the lessons we learned from our therapists and counselors, chances are we're going to quit our treatment. Number two, when we don't have something to work towards, we tend to get discouraged a lot faster. Same goes for therapy. So, something easy to fix right off the bat is walk in, speak with your therapist, your counselor, and engage in that discussion of what your goals are. So talk, ask questions, be honest with your needs. Let them know that they can best help you if they give you some goals to stay on top of. Providers are humans. They want to engage and talk with you. So be honest with them and give them a list of your goals and ambitions in life and be open to engaging in those talks. Number three, find the right fit. Therapy is not a simple exchange of communication between two strangers. It's an extremely complex relationship. It's sort of like an art form or a choreographed dance sequence. Uh, it's two people with a shared understanding of what to expect from each other. And in order for this collaborative effort to work, you gotta have chemistry. Not in a romantic sense, but in a way that you feel like you and your provider mesh well. This dynamic uh, is vital between you and your provider. You gotta be able to build that rapport. If the personalities aren't compatible, you don't feel comfortable, it's okay to ask to switch providers, to see somebody else. This is your life, your mental health. You gotta be willing to talk and advocate for yourself. Getting better is like going on a journey with a professional guide. If you don't like the guide, chances are you're gonna bail on the journey. So, make it easy on yourself and that provider. If it doesn't fit right, if you don't like it, find a new one. Number four, make the connection. Finding the right person is half the battle. Now you have to be vulnerable and make a real connection. This isn't something that should feel forced or weird. It's about developing that sense of trust and feeling. Being secure with somebody. Enough that you can open up and be vulnerable. And the best way to do this is by being honest and sharing your absolute truth. This part's hard. I, Like you heard before, I struggled with it. I only wanted to give my first therapist small, tiny bits of the truth. In the long run, that just delayed my healing and it prolonged my actual recovery. Be honest, be vulnerable. Make a connection that allows you to share and discuss everything that's going on with you. Number five, don't give up. Therapy, like any other treatment, is not a magical cure. And results can and will vary from case to case. What worked for me may not work for you. But that's actually great news. We are complex and vastly different individuals. So therapy should be very different for all of us. Embrace the complexity in your own individual journey. Even if it means that you'll have two, three, hell, even four different guides along the way. Going from one professional to the next, retelling your trauma is not fun. But neither is going through life carrying all that pain and trauma. 
be committed to change and doing the right things that are going to eventually lead to healing. You can do this. You've been through worse. And if you're still here listening to this, you haven't quit yet. Don't start now. Look, if you need us, we're here every Thursday, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time to 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. The Security Hot Sprawl Group meets, and we're just like you in different various stages of healing. But there's a lot of positivity. And if you need that in your life while you're going through therapy, come on in. Check us out. Go to our website, securityhall.com, and join us for one of our Thursday night peer-to-peer support groups. After all, what do you get to lose? Until next time, take care. And one last thing before I let you guys go. If you live in Northwest Florida and are looking for an electrician to do any sort of electrical job around your house or business, call up my friend Chris Jackson at 334-342-2050 or email him at chrisjackson92 at AOL.com. Chris is fully licensed and insured, and he's a great guy and a veteran. And I can't recommend anybody else to do your electrical work for a great low fee. I mean, it's highway robbery at these rates. And he's even giving away uh, prizes at the end of the month. Wait, no, that's us. Security Hall Podcast. We're doing our Christmas giveaway. So if you want a chance to win some iPads or some electronic journaling devices or get some free swag, show up to our peer-to-peer support group every Thursday and bring a friend. Because if you bring a friend... We'll enter you in twice. All right. Now you may go. Take care, guys.